0: Hi listeners, welcome back to Motivate, the motivation and inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Inky Johnson talking about why circumstances never change the obligation. So this is a powerful motivational speech because it really emphasizes the point that no matter what you're going through, whatever you think is your purpose is supposed to happen and you're supposed to make it happen no matter what. If you think things are tough right now and everything is bleak, just imagine not reaching your destiny. Just imagine not being all who you're meant to be. That is much worse than whatever you could be going through right now. Whatever you promise to yourself, whatever the universe told you to go achieve, you have to do it. It's not negotiable. And no matter what you have going on, you have to make sure you go out and do it. You see, there's always going to be a reason not to do something, and you're seldomly going to feel like doing it. But if it's supposed to be, then you have to do it. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all truly enjoyed today's episode.
1: and I noticed immediately God at work. Immediately, because I was in a room with my mother and my father, and my whole life my mother had despised my father because my father left her when she was 16, she had me. And so I was this all-star athlete, and my mother and my father couldn't even be in the same room. And for the first time in their life, they had to be in the same room without the foolishness. Without worrying about what the next person is gonna think, they're in a room because they're not realizing or they don't know what's about to transpire and they don't know if their son is gonna live or die. They don't know if he's gonna get his arm amputated. They don't know anything. And my mother is sitting there and she's crying. And my father is lying on the floor and his back is to, on the floor and his head is to the ceiling. And out of my father's mouth were the words, Ruby, I'm sorry. You say you did a great job. Raising that boy. And I was like, God, I don't know what this is, but I know that's you. Because you got to feel me, every time they were around each other, it was like a Rock Roll and a Chihuahua, and my mother was a Rock wilder, right? And so when it happened, immediately, I knew it was God. Immediately. I didn't know what was about to happen, but I knew God was in the midst of the situation immediately. And the only thing I was trying to do was stay out of God's way and navigate the situation. I knew immediately when my teammates came to see me. It was an opportunity to witness, and they were going to look at me and see how is it going to respond in this situation. I knew immediately if I responded in the right way, Romans eight twenty eight could be in full effect, and we know that all things work to the good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to His will and His purpose. I knew immediately. And my father said to me, because the million-dollar question I always get everywhere that I go, people say to me, Inky, come on, man, tell me. You'll change what happened to you, right? Because I always said, man, I wouldn't change what happened to me for the world. I always said, this is the third best thing that's ever happened to me outside of marrying my wife and having my two children. And people would pull me off to the side in the back and say, Inky, tell me, keep it real with me. You'll change it, right? I got paralyzed right on my hand, man. People pull me off ink. Be real, man. If you can be in the NFL right now, making millions of dollars, you'll change that, right? And I'm like, no. I wouldn't change what happened to me for nothing. Let me tell you why. When my injury happened, my father said to me in the hospital, Inky, I'm going to come and stay with you for the next 30 days. said, so if just help you. Whatever you need help with, man. Wash your clothes. Whatever you need, I'm gonna help you. Now, my father had never spoken like this, had never did anything like this. And I'll never forget, my father said something to the extent one day of, how could this God uh, let this happen to you? Like, my father wasn't a believer like that, it's like, Ink, I, I see you go to church and You give glory to God. Like, how could this God let this happen to you, man? Like, I see you go to FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Like, how could this God, like, let this happen to you, man? I call you on Saturday night, see if you're out at a bar, and you tell me you're in with your roommates, and you all doing some stuff for discipleship. Like, how could this God let this happen to you, man? Like, how could this God let this happen? And I'm like, man, God about to spank him. But I knew the 30 days that my father wanted to come stay with me, as bad as it may sound, it wasn't so much about my father coming and assisting, even though I know he wanted to assist, as much as it was about my father coming to say, let me see how he responds now. Like I'm on the fence with my faith My father at the time I'm on the fence with my faith People are talking about this God thing I'm trying to figure it out I really can't comprehend it I see bad things happening to people That I consider to be good people So let me try to figure it out It's somebody I love Somebody I respect Now they're going through an extreme level of opposition And they've lost a thing That we both place our identity in And so yeah I want to help him But I really want to see how he's going to respond to the opposition And he says he's a believer now I want to see if he's still going to pray at night. Now I want to see if he's still going to say, glory to God. Now I want to see if he's still going to say, hey, man, can you me, take me to Fellowship of Christian Athletes? I knew it. And my father would take me to Fellowship of Christian Athletes. He would drop me off, and they would say, I'll wait out here, Inc. I'll be waiting on you. He would take me to church, say, hey, Ink, I'll be waiting on you. He would go to rehab, when I would go to rehab, he would lay down on the table, and they would be putting heat packs on his back. And they would put the heat pack on, put a heat pack on, and I'll never forget, one day we're in the training room, and they're putting so many heat packs on his back that when they pulled the heat packs up, his back was completely raw. Because he was carrying a burden that wasn't his to carry in the first place. He was trying to carry opposition that wasn't his to carry in the first place, but because he had no connection, it's like Wi-Fi. He couldn't connect, so he didn't have anybody to give it to, and his ego was in full effect, edging God out. His ego was in full effect, and it was breaking him. Every single day, he went from 6'3", 250, to every single day, his back got lower and lower. And every single night, the routine was the same. I would get on my knees, I would pray at the same time. And my father would get up and he would walk by Ramon Foster's room, 67375. And he would say, hey, big boy, you good? Ramon would say, I'm good, pops. He walked walk by my room, he would say, ain't you good? I would say, yes, sir, I'm good. He said, all right, good night. Every single night, on the 29th day, my number was 29. My favorite Bible verses, Jeremiah 29 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. On the 29th day, the day before my father was scheduled to leave, I hear my father, Hey, big boy, you good? Ramon says, I'm good, pops. He walks by my room. I'm on my knees on the side of my bed getting ready to pray. I said, Ain't you good? I said, Yes, sir. I'm good goes to walk off and he comes back. He steps in. He says, Aink. Hey, I said, yes, sir. He said, you know that uh, a God you pray to? I said, yep. So you know that God you go to uh, discipleship, FCA about? I said, yes, sir. You know that God I take you to church about? I said, yep. He said, if that God can help you handle this situation the way you're handling it, he said, son, I want to give my life to Christ. And not only did my father get saved, it corrected his household. He had a wife and he had two daughters. And so when a person says to me, NFL Or my father's salvation Ten out of ten times I'm gonna choose my father's salvation When somebody say to me NFL or my teammates salvation Ten out of ten times. I'm gonna choose my teammates salvation